Happy Holidays from the DSR Network. We are deeply appreciative of our members and the year that we've had. To celebrate the holiday season, we are offering a 50% discount on either your first month or first year of membership. Members enjoy an ad-free listening experience, bonus content for virtually all of our shows, an invitation to the members-only Slack community, and more. Best of all, if you become a member in the month of December, you can take 50% off the membership price for the first month or for the first year. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code DSRHOLIDAY at checkout. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code DSRHOLIDAY. Thank you very much for your support. Hello and welcome to the DSR Daily. I am your host, Riley Fessler, joined by my wonderful colleague, Chris Kotnar. Chris, how are you today? I'm doing well. Thanks, Riley. Eagle-eared viewers will notice that David is not with us today. He's unfortunately otherwise occupied, but we will continue ahead. I actually Uh, didn't realize eagles had good ears in addition to good eyes. uh, You know... They probably don't, but it just sounded good off the top of my head. So a first story for me today, the U.S. passed their annual defense budget, uh, a whopping $886.3 billion policy bill that, among other things, would provide the largest raise for service members in more than two decades. Um, So some things that were omitted uh, it does not include two controversial provisions related to abortion and transgender health care access, which were present in the House version over the summer. Um, there was a lot of news about those, but they would have prevented the Secretary of Defense from paying or reimbursing expenses related to abortion services and would have barred a health care program for service members covering hormone treatments and gender confirmation surgery. So those were cut, thankfully, but it does contain multiple measures aimed at, quote, ending wokeness in the military, whatever that means. Um, So some of those kind of cultural war issues did sneak their way in. Among other things, it also includes a short-term extension of a controversial law that permits a warrantless surveillance of foreign nationals and authorization of several programs uh, designed to bolster defense in the Indo-Pacific. So there was a lot crammed in there. I cheated on my third story, and I have another part that I'm going to talk about that I thought was particularly interesting, but a sweeping bill heading to Biden's desk um, for his signature. Chris? Uh, So the EU is beginning talks uh, for Ukraine's accession into uh, the European Union, which is the good news. The bad news is that Hungary has blocked uh, a 50 billion euro aid package. Um, Victor Orban has been seen as, uh, essentially a Putin ally. Um, and this, you know, kind of coupled with the United States, uh, Congress, not necessarily, or not moving on a, and on an aid package, um, is, a a little bit concerning. Um, but at least, you know, we're moving forward with Ukraine's accession into, uh, into NATO. Um, so we'll see exactly what happens, uh, with that. The aid package, uh, will come up for a vote next month again. Um, and you know, hopefully we'll, we'll be able to pass that. Riley. 
So another another story out of Hong Kong, actually. Uh, they've drawn the condemnation of the U.S. and U.K. after issuing bounties for the capture of five individuals who fled the city following the imposition of Beijing's uh, national security law in 2020, uh, which was the law that kind of sparked those large-scale protests we saw. Um, and the law really just brought Hong Kong more into the fold of mainland China and aims to kind of suppress dissent after those protests. So the accused individuals, which are residing abroad, which is really the, the reason that the U.S. and U.K. have gotten involved in this, um, is that they face, they face charges uh, of incitement to secession, incitement to subversion, and foreign collusion. So, you know, these individuals are residing in the U.S., U.K., and elsewhere, and are therefore not subject to these laws. Several of them have um, received asylum. So the law actually does assert that even though individuals are broad, they're still subject to it, which is difficult to enforce, obviously. Um, but it does follow a pattern of increased efforts by the Hong Kong police to pursue and detain activists overseas, which... I think, needless to say, is a, a reason for concern. But, yeah, I mean, interesting move. I don't think they can really enforce this, but curious to see. Despite uh, great progress at the recent COP28 summit, uh, the International Energy Agency predicts that global coal use uh, will reach a record high in 2023, driven by strong demand in emerging and developing economies. Uh, the demand for coal expected to increase by 1.4%, exceeding 8.5 billion metric tons for the first time, led by India's usage, which is projected to grow by 8%, and China by 5%. Um, the European Union and the United States uh their coal use is set to decline by around 20% uh, in, in 2023. Um, you know, there's obviously still work to be done. And with the recent uh, announcement that countries would move to, um, to decrease or, or bring to uh, net zero their fossil fuel consumption, um, we're not even close. Uh, with with coal use um, of all things uh, expected to increase in 2023, Riley. So again, I cheated on this story because who doesn't love a good UFO story? I know I certainly do. Uh, tucked into the spending bill for the uh, defense budgets is a measure to encourage and direct the government to disclose information about. Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, which is, or UAPs, which is the less fun way of saying UFOs, and it's the, the government kind of acronym, and extraterrestrial activity. Um, so I didn't realize that there was such a bipartisan effort to increase transparency on these issues. Uh, it received headlines kind of throughout the year uh, of the Pentagon releasing some of these videos of UFOs, UAPs, whatever you prefer. Um, and that was an, that was a result of this pressure. But it does fall short of what they wanted. Uh, House Republicans and then Senate Democrats kind of had a, two different approaches to this. 
And because of that, they didn't weren't really able to get either. Um, I know the Senate Democrat plan was to kind of establish a presidential review board for this, uh, similar to what happened after JFK's assassination and releasing those files, whereas House Republicans essentially just wanted to order them to release these files without any kind of review process, which I think is clear that was never going to happen. Um, so the compromise um, essentially just says that they need to disclose and make public these files within 25 years unless they're classified for national security reasons. And critics say that it's such a broad interpretation that they can really just make anything classified. So disappointment for UFO fans everywhere, I'm sure. But I just thought this was a really interesting kind of strange, strange story. It's not as strange as you'd think. We've actually had a, an unidentified aerial phenomena transparency activist on our podcast, Katie Howland, um, who you can follow on Twitter. I'm sure she has some interesting takes on, uh, on these developments. My final story is a lighter story. Um, it's the, the title of the article is what did you Google in 2023? Um, and the most Google terms were not surprisingly the Israel Hamas war, the Titanic bound submersible incident, earthquakes in Turkey and Syria. Um, and then on the entertainment front, of course, Barbie, uh, dominated movie searches, the last of us, which I've never watched. I gotta be honest. Um, other trends, including recipe sports teams and specific queries in the United States. So, uh, yeah, interesting. Nice to see people, uh, staying on top of the news, um, by Googling and also having a little bit of fun with, uh, Barbie. Um, although I'm surprised Oppenheimer didn't pop up there actually. Yeah, that surprises me too, but I do encourage you to watch the last of us. I, if, especially if you like being I sad do. because it is a very good not. show. I'm, I'm, I'm a big last of us fan. I played the game when it came out in 2013. So I was very excited for the show and it, it did not disappoint. I have too many shows going on right now. I'm watching, um, Monarch, uh, on Apple TV plus I'm watching, uh, for all mankind. And, yeah, Slow Horses, which has me enamored right now. I love that show. Yeah. Gary Oldman is a phenomenal. I'm, watch, actor. I'm watching Ted yeah, Lasso. Teddy Lasso. Can't beat Teddy Lasso. I'm, I'm, I've never seen it, so I'm watching that, and I'm watching Band of Brothers, which, you know, you really run run the gamut of tones for those that's, two, but that's what's been having my attention. That's for sure. Uh, well, Riley and I thank you all for listening. Um, for those who made it to the event earlier this week on monday we really appreciate your support um and we hope you have a wonderful weekend uh as we come into uh something like what are we 10 days away from christmas have a great weekend